What you just heard was a snippet of the puff piece uh, <laughs> interview, call it interview with air quotes by Tucker Carlson of um, Russian thug leader Vladimir Putin. And I'm so glad to be joined uh, by Adam Zivo of the National Post. Adam, thank you so much for being here. Let's let's talk about this. Uh, I, um, I I was talking about this yesterday on the show, and I was shocked at how many people called in who wanted to give Tucker credit just for get, just for sitting down with Vladimir Putin. Well, so here's the thing: is that I don't think there's anything offensive about journalists speaking with autocrats. Yeah. In fact, no, those kinds of interviews are necessary. But if you're a journalist who's going to talk to an autocrat, you actually have to hold them accountable for what they say. That's what journalism is. But Tucker Carlson's interview with Putin wasn't journalism at all. It was just sycophantic um, and shameless and sloppy. And he just seemed out of his depth and rarely pushed back on anything and basically allowed Putin to fire hose it lies and 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 then he provided no context for it. It was it was really infuriating to listen to. Yeah, and and you know, he gave himself credit uh, wrongly for being the only journalist to sit down with with uh, Putin. I, I know that Chris Wallace has done it. I know that a number of uh, a, a number of Western journalists have sat down with him and asked him tough questions. And as I tried to point out yesterday um, to to people who were defending Tucker simply for sitting down with him, as if that is in and of itself an accomplishment. Said so if 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 he well, were if he were a um, a leader uh, who uh, you know who in it, 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 if he enjoyed uh, actual questions, um, uh, pushing back real hard questions, that would demonstrate um, sort of a healthy democracy in in Russia. But there is no such thing, and 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 he does he does not like to be challenged. Well, that's the thing is that actual journalists who ask actual hard questions in Russia are either imprisoned or they fall out of windows and die or they get poisoned. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a reason why Putin hasn't given interviews to any critical journalists in a while. And there's a reason why he accepted Tucker Carlson's interview. Uh, when you listen to the interview, uh, some like essentially, for example, Carlson was completely out of his depth. So, so Putin started off with a 40 minute monologue, essentially, about the history of Eastern Europe. And he basically has this revisionist history that denies the legitimacy of the Ukrainian nation. So, for example, he talks about how uh, Russia is descended from the Kievan Rus. The Kievan Rus is a medieval state that encompasses most of Eastern Europe from like the eighteen from from the eight hundreds to the twelve hundreds. And yeah, it's true that Russia is in a sense descended from the Kievan Rus, and so is Ukraine, and so is Belarus. But arguing that that means that Ukrainians don't actually exist and they're actually Russians would be as absurd as saying that, let's say, Italians are Turkish because both of them belong to the Roman Empire right. thousands of years <laughs> yeah. ago, right? And, and that's a pretty obvious point. Um, or another thing is that uh, Putin says that Ukrainian identity was invented more or less in the 1920s by the Bolsheviks. And, and that's just simply not true. Ukrainian nationalism and a Ukrainian sense of identity has existed for hundreds of years. And in fact, uh, in the late 1910s, the Ukrainians try to establish their own independent states and get away from the Russian Empire. But of course, Putin doesn't mention that. And because Carlson didn't do his homework, not only could he not push back on his historical narrative, uh, he didn't even seem to understand how it was relevant. And I, and I want to stress that Putin had written an essay called On the Historical Unity of Russians and Ukrainians. It was 5,000 words. 
And that was published in the summer of 2021 and is understood to be the ideological foundation of the invasion. And that history, that historical narrative that he's, he published there, you know, has been thoroughly debunked. Um, so it's the kind of thing where any reasonable journalist would expect this to be a topic and should have prepared some counter objections. But Carlson didn't do any of that. And see, th this must this I'm glad to be speaking to an actual journalist about this, because a couple of things. One, Tucker Carlson is not a journalist. And, and Fox News said as much when they were defending themselves in one of the lawsuits that Tucker had helped get them into. Uh, but but because he has now left the the structure of Fox News in favor of being essentially an independent contractor at X Twitter, who, who is he accountable to? For for what was really a an, an it should be an embarrassment of an interview, but Fox doesn't or Twitter doesn't really own him. He just has a, a show on that platform, so he doesn't have any bosses really. So 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 if if he had done that same interview at Fox, there would have been pushback and there would have been accountability and and somebody would have uh, commented on it and and there would have been pressure on him to to d either defend himself or or be be held to account. But there's no such account if you are a uh, a citizen journalist call it on X. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing is that the title journalist is not one that's regulated. So anyone can call themselves a journalist, uh, including people who really don't practice journalism. And here's the thing. There are many independent people who do journalism and rightfully call themselves journalists. And there's many people like Tucker Carlson who don't do journalism. And when it comes to him, the only real accountability that uh, we can see for him at this point is, you know, let's say defamation law. As you said, he argued that he wasn't an actual journalist in 2020. He faced a defamation lawsuit. He managed to argue his way out of that by saying that his work is just entertainment, not journalism, and that no one actually expects him to state actual facts. Right. <laughs> uh, right. Like, like that, that was his defense, which is insane. And it's insane that he's now positioning himself as a journalist. But, uh, while while defamation law you know protects him from making certain claims, it, it is powerless to stop him from essentially propagating foreign propaganda uh, at the expense of Western security interests. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. But let, let let's talk about. We only have a minute left, so I'd like I'd like to talk about some of the other things that happened during his tour of Russia. And apparently, he uh, he was caught unawares by the marvel that is a Russian uh, grocery store. Yeah, I mean, look, he was astounded by the fact that they had shopping carts where you put in a coin and then it unlocks the shopping cart. And he thought that that was evidence that Russia is light years ahead of the United States, in which case, you know, Canada in the 2000s must be superior to the United States right now. Because I remember using those as a kid. Yeah, at Loblaws, <laughs> I remember. And I, I remember being none too happy about it. Mm -hmm. But this is I listen, this, this, this is a correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't he an heir to like the, the Swanson frozen food uh, fortune? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know I, that background. I, I, he comes from a very, very privileged background. I suspect he doesn't do a lot of his own grocery shopping. Uh, and so for him to yeah. see something like that must blow his mind. But but that is <laughs> that and, is that is not evidence of an advanced society. I can promise him that. Well, and he also said, you know, the 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 shelves are full. Therefore, Russia is an incredible society. Well, you know what? The shelves are full in Ukraine, too. When I was in Kharkiv in late 2022, where the city had no electricity and was being shelved, they still kept their grocery shelves full. So it's a pretty low bar to set when you're saying that this is the society we should, we should be looking at. This is better than the United States. It's not hard 
to run a grocery store. <laughs> and I have been given confirmation from my producer, Caleb, that he is indeed an heir to the Swanson frozen food fortune. His stepmother is a Swanson. Uh, Adam Zevo, I want to thank you very much for joining us and I hope to talk to you again soon. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> All right.